Hey guys, it's Oso oh Stephanie. Thanks so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Singles and the City, the podcast. So today's episode is about what self-awareness really looks like. I know that there are a lot of, you know, posts on social media and the world itself is really in a state of, you know, self-care, self-help, self-love, mental awareness, mental health, and et cetera, therapy, counseling. We've got commercials by the swimmer guy on TV, and I think that's beautiful. It's great. And we're right on time, you know, but I haven't really heard anyone expose what this process looks like, the nitty gritty, ugly truth and pain of becoming self-aware, the pain of becoming woke, the pain of realizing that you are where you are because of your own decisions. So I don't know about you, but I was the type of dater that took pride in, in ending the relationship. You know, I had my reasons, I had my support team, I had all of my red flags that I came at you with and why we're not together. Um, I had my scripture references, my weight on the Lord. You know, I had all that stuff situated and laid out and I was proud and I walked away with honor. But the the more I begin to unbox self-awareness and the more I begin to take a step back and actually a step into my own life and what I was really doing, Oh my gosh, I realized that I had never really taken an introspective look into the decisions that I made, that the, the part that I played. Sure, this person displayed red flags that I didn't want to put up with. Okay, that's obvious. But what about me drew someone with those red flags? That was the new question. And like I talked about in first episode, you know, you've got the sheet of paper out with with all your dating history on it, good, bad, or indifferent, right? And you are beginning to be curious. At least I was, I was really curious. Like, wow, I really did that. Why did I do that? What, like, what happy moments were involved? Like, where was I mentally? You know, you have all these questions about yourself because now you're trying to find the truth and you have to be honest. So going through my own pattern of dysfunctional dating history. Okay. I'm breaking down all of these men that I'd ever dated, their characteristics, what they did, where they're from, just the whole nine. And I begin to realize that Majority of the guys that I had dated or entertained or whatever just were not into a healthy lifestyle. And this only is significant because I'm a person that has a really active, healthy lifestyle. I enjoy it. I'm at the gym every week. I'm in Pilates. And I always have been. So to up and realize that, wow, you have been completely neglecting this area of core beliefs and values, like what's going on? So then I begin to get curious. I'm like, okay, if I really haven't dated a lot of guys that are into healthy lifestyles, where did this root start? Like, when did I become okay and just decide that I didn't want someone that was healthy or that that didn't matter to me when I know that it does? So I had to dig. And I'm going through names on the list and I'm like, okay. He was healthy. He wasn't healthy. He wasn't, you know, you're going through this list. And then I get back to when I'm 19 and I was like, okay, this actually makes a whole lot of sense. When I was 19 years old, I was um, raped by a friend of mine who was also a college athlete, you know, and, and never in a million years would I have thought growing up with someone from middle school um, through high school, through college, sophomore year, that this was ever a possibility 
for me or for him to do this to anyone else. I just, I just didn't see it. I was completely blindsided. And I also can identify and see where I basically cut myself off from wanting anyone that even reminded me of him. But now that I'm in a place of awakening and awareness, I'm able to look at that list that I wrote down all my all my past dating relationships and I'm looking at it differently with a different lens because now I have the root. I have I have a root. 19 was when I started choosing men, collecting men that that needed things, that that were projects, that were unhealthy, that were passive, that were everything opposite of the man that raped me at 19. You know, so imagine living 10 years settled in a mindset, thinking that you have a quote unquote type and then realizing that it was basically a facade because you have pieces of trauma still left from, you know, an experience. And I wonder how many of us have done the same thing. I wonder how many single people are in a continuous cycle from a trauma that they have not been able to identify Therefore, God knows they can't fix it if they can't identify and realize that there's something wrong, that there's something broken, you know, and, and that is where my opinion about this season of your life comes from. I'm all for dating. You're in a healthy place. You have good intentions. You have a goal. Yes, dating has to happen. I 100% agree. But I'm not for the dating for affection or dating out of loneliness or dating for food or dating for sex or dating from boredom or dating because you, you, know, you haven't dealt with being alone. Those are not reasons to date because we are wasting our time. That's what we have to understand. We don't, we don't get time back. You don't get this season back. You don't get this space back for you to dig by yourself, figure some things out, and then run into someone else who is doing the same type of work. Self-awareness means your lens will change. Your conversation will change. Your mindset's going to change. People that were once attractive to you won't be attractive anymore. Reality TV is different. You see through everything and everyone. You're like, sleep, 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 not woke, not self-aware. That's not funny. You know, it just puts a sober reality on you, which is, it's a beautiful place to be. Remember, getting married is the easy part. We got trees marrying frogs and deers marrying dogs, child. We got laws and crusades. Everybody's trying to get married. Staying married is the challenge. So let's knock out the part that's the hardest, apparently, which is people not knowing who they are. That's that's like the number one thing I hear from divorced people is, oh, I'm divorced. You know, I love them, but I didn't know who I was when I got with them. Why? Why do you not know who you are getting with someone? Why do you not know your boundaries and, and things that you're working through and your weaknesses and your strengths? Why do you not know that? But the cycle stops with you. You're here. You're listening. You're taking the steps. You're willing to dig. You are digging. You're doing the work. You have no choice but to run into someone else who is doing the exact same work and making a true power couple. I love you. I'm excited for your journey. Thanks for being alongside mine. I will talk to you next week. You have been listening to the Singles and the City podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. We will talk to you next week. Remember, there's more to being single than dating. Visit us online at www.singlesandthecity.com.